you're obviously just having more money in, you know, living abroad and it goes way further. Like as we see here, your expenses are less and your money that you make each month is higher, right? Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my beautiful angels, and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. Oh my God, you guys, I have so much to update you on. I don't know what happened, but like very recently, so much has been going on and I have so much to update you guys on, but I'm going to wait until everything is confirmed and then give you a full update. But a lot of things are in the works and I'm really excited about all of it. I know this is such a super tease and you're probably like, Marley, what the hell? Why would you tell that and then not tell us? But I have to tell you guys that something's happening, but I oh, I, I don't want to say anything yet because I don't want to get too excited and then maybe something changes, but a lot of exciting things are happening. Eek! And I can't wait to tell you guys. Okay, so today's episode is all about how I've managed to save over $100,000 a year moving abroad. Okay. And I just made a video on this and I put it on my Instagram and it's going to be very similar, but I want to make it for the podcast because I know a lot of you guys listen to the podcast and I personally never watch IGTVs. So (laughs) I wanted to make sure that, you know, as many of you listen to this, because I know if I listened to this at the beginning of my journey, I would be like, oh my gosh, sign, like, I'm going, I'm hopping on this train right now. I wish I knew from the beginning how enticing it is and like how actually valuable it is to move abroad, okay? And I'm here to like, you know, demystify, simplify, and kind of share with you the power of moving abroad. So lately I've been listening to the 4-Hour Workweek I last listened to this book in 2018 when I first started my entrepreneurial journey. And this book is the thing that was like, okay, Tim Ferriss can do this. So can I. <laughs> like, I'm going to live this life online. I'm going to create passive income for me. You know, I'm going to hire people to work for me. Like, it was just like this whole realization of like, okay, yes, I can do this. And it, so now listening to it, I'm like, holy shit. First off, it still stands. Like there's so much in that book, even though it's, I don't even know how old that book is now, but it's still so iconic and so helpful. And I would really recommend re-listening to that book. If you haven't listened to it yet, what are you doing? Four Hour Workbeat by Tim Ferriss, best book ever. It's my Bible. <laughs> and the Bible that I read once every four, every four years, apparently. But yeah, it's been really inspiring me around like, you know, I talk a lot about financial freedom and especially on this podcast. And the reason why I'm so passionate about financial freedom is because, you know, it buys you a lot of the things. Like it buys you time freedom. It buys you location freedom. It buys you time, right? But There's also something called opportunity cost. 
And again, I talk about this in the video, but opportunity cost is what you lose out on when you say yes to something. So for example, the opportunity cost of starting two different businesses, right? Or right now is like the opportunity cost of selling a home versus holding on and renting it. So if you sell it, you can make, let's say, $200,000. But over, you know, the span of owning your home, so let's say you own it for 25 years and you can rent it out, you know, for, let's say, $100,000 a year, then that's like $2.5 million, right? So that is the opportunity cost of like selling it now, getting 200 or holding on to it. If you sell it now, the opportunity cost is like two point. 3 million, right? Because you're technically losing out on that opportunity by selling it now. Does that make sense? So I've been thinking a lot about opportunity costs lately and specifically in my life. And in the book, Tim Ferriss talks about Parado's, 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 I I can't pronounce it, (laughs) law, which is the 80-20 law, which is, you know, 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions. And, you know, it works in many different ways. People talk a lot about with food as well, like the 80-20 rule, 80% healthy, 20% non-healthy because it will just balance itself out. Anyways, I've been kind of like low-key analyzing my life lately and being like, okay, where is like taking up the most expenses? Where is taking up the most of my energy? Like, where can I buy more time in my life? All these things, right? And that's really got me thinking about truly the power and the buying power and the opportunity cost of what it boils down to versus living in a cheaper country abroad or living in a city like Toronto or LA or Texas, you know, with these um, higher costs of living, right? And again, I'm not, this is just my story. I want to like, yeah, disclaimer, this is my story this is my opinion on things. And I'm fully aware many different people, if not everyone probably listening to this, definitely has a different opinion than me, right? So if you're listening, I want you to please take this with a grain of salt and take this as like a learning experience to be like, okay, that is something interesting. Maybe I didn't know that. Or, oh my gosh, I wanted to live abroad, you know, for so long. And I didn't realize actually how financially you know, great it is for me, right? Or maybe you're someone who has a family or a dog or a pet, you know, like these things holding you back to where you are right now. Like I totally understand that is like when I left, I didn't have any of that. So I was able to leave. So again, very different situations. However, this is just information to put in your toolkit and, you know, analyze, is this for me? Is this not for me? Okay. Okay. So I just want to give that little disclaimer. So what I'm going to do basically is I'm going to break down the cost analysis of what it's like to live in Toronto. And I just chose Toronto because I feel like it's a very averagely priced city, definitely on the higher end, but living in a city is also on the higher end, right? And then living in Bali. So also to be honest, living in Bali is one of the more high end prices for like somewhere in Southeast Asia. Definitely there's places like Vietnam, Thailand that are you can your money actually goes way further there even. I just personally love Bali. I love living in Bali so much. Um and it's still a very big savings compared to living in Toronto. So first off, let's just talk about 
what it was like for me and my personal experience living in Ontario. I personally, (laughs) I feel like a broken record, but I don't like winter. I love skiing. I love skiing for like a holiday. Hell, you hit the slopes. But, and I also love snowy Christmas. Okay. I'm not insane. I love a snowy Christmas. (laughs) But for my day to day, I thrive in the heat. I am like a lizard. I want to be outside. I want to be in the heat. I want to be tanning. My digestion does better. My skin does better. I am just a happier being in the heat and in the sun. Okay. So I learned that very quickly. I definitely struggled with seasonal depression disorder when I was living in Canada. And I was like, I just need to get the fuck out. (laughs) So that was my motivation to leave. And then it just so happened. I realized, okay, wow, it's actually way better for my bank account for me to be living abroad as well. So this is like a win, win, win. And also in Toronto, I just felt I wasn't living in Toronto. Actually, I was living outside of Toronto, which is London, Ontario, and which is not my hometown, but that's where I lived for a lot of the time that I was not living at home. And the prices were actually significantly less than this, but it was still a city vibe. And I also realized, as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, I don't thrive in cities personally. Just, again, just me. I know a lot of people do. I just had a conversation with someone who, you know, she's like, loves the cities. And I'm like, hell yeah, sister. Like, that's amazing. This is, like I said, this is just my experience. So that's why living in Bali for me makes even more sense. But you can remove Bali and just use whatever, you know, city or sorry, country that tickles your fancy. (laughs) Okay. But this is just, and obviously I live in Bali, so I know the breakdown of pricing. So I used a online, I guess it was like a census of how much it cost to live in Toronto in 2022. And then the rates for Bali has just been my personal experience. Okay. And I'm just going to go through some basic necessities and what the price comparison is in Toronto versus Bali and what one, you know, results to be better and then how that compares to how much money you make and how much taxes you make as well or how much tax you pay okay so really quickly again if you want more of a visual breakdown of this there is a video on my igtv where i visually break it down so first off is living so on average in toronto for a one-bedroom apartment you pay two thousand six hundred seventy-seven dollars we can round that up to 68 <laughs> Whereas in Toronto, or sorry, in Bali, for a one-bedroom villa with a pool, cleaning six days a week, your laundry done, you know, beautiful jungle view, private, big villa is $900 a month. By the way, these figures are in Canadian, and $900 is a very actually like medium to high-end place to pay for rent in Bali, you can pay $300 a month. This is just like, again, I'm trying to make it more like average, not like any on like the extremes, right? Because you can also pay way more than that. I know someone paying $8,000 a month in rent in Bali, you know, it's, it's on obviously a very big spectrum, but I'm just doing averages here. So it makes it more easier to compare. So we have Toronto. So obviously you're paying about half in Bali for a living and you're getting a lot more and you're buying your time back because you don't have to clean. You don't have to, you know, do all those chores like laundry and things like that. That's all taken care of for when you live. Next up is transportation. So in Canada, on average, it's around $641 for a car payment. That doesn't include gas or insurance. So you could actually probably chalk that up to being 
probably double <laughs> or like closer to 900, but I'm just going to do 600 as like a base amount. Cause that's like an average car payment apparently. And also you have to remember you're stuck into a lease most times, or if you paid the car outright and you're financing it, you're still kind of like stuck to that car, right? It's still an, an, a sunken asset. Whereas in Bali, you pay about 55 depending on the bike, but like the average bike which I could compare to probably like a Toyota Prius, which is probably this car payment, is around $55. And for to give you guys an idea, I spend no more than $15 to $20 a month in gas. Again, this is not including Uber or like GoJet. That's our um, Uber in Indonesia. So that's just, again, basic car payments if I wasn't, you know, doing anything fancy here. So obviously way less in Bali, right? Food, I've actually done food at a very similar rate. So in Canada, it's $6.94. In Bali, I wrote $600. And that's with a $20 spend each day for food. You have to remember, though, in Bali, no one really cooks. So this is getting all of your meals made for you. So again, even though you're paying a similar rate, you're buying back so much time, which is meal prep, grocery shopping, you know, all the time that I remember when I lived in Canada, I spent so much time cooking, cleaning, planning out what I was going to eat. You know, here you just don't have that. So again, you're able to save so much time. Granted, a lot of people do still cook here. And this is actually really much on the higher end for food. Like this is probably close to how much I spend, but you can definitely do this for like half of that for sure. And obviously in Toronto, you can obviously spend way more or way less for that as well. Again, we're going average. So phone and internet, by the way, I hope this is interesting. I get so off on this stuff. <laughs> I'm almost done. Phone and internet in Canada is around 192. In Bali, I don't spend any more than $20 on my phone bill each month. And your internet is always included in your villa. I've, I've never had an experience where it wasn't. So I'm sure there are some experiences. So that's included into the living cost. But obviously back home, that isn't. So again, you're saving a lot more money by living um, in Bali. And then they had entertainment as one of their necessities in Toronto. So it was 132. I think that includes like alcohol, maybe like concert events, etc. So I just made the entertainment the exact same in Bali. So I was like, sure, let's just make it the same. <laughs> you have, you know, a hundred dollar entertainment budget in Bali, but most of the things you do here are very like nature based and like going out for dinners and just like events, which are typically very inexpensive. So sure, you can have a hundred dollar entertainment budget in Bali. <laughs> um, and then health, which is like a gym. I also made it the same. So in Toronto, they said it's like 61. I did that in Bali as well. Granted, obviously you can pay way more for gyms. It Weirdly, gyms are kind of the same price as home as well. Like there's a really bougie gym here called Pottery Factory. And I think it's like 180 or maybe $200 a month. But again, it includes like a whole spa. So it, it's really nice, but that's way higher. But you can go to gyms here for $60, which I would assume would be the same type of like value and quality as the one in Canada for 61. Like, I don't even know what gym that is because maybe it's like oh, fit for less. I remember that gym. Maybe it's that one. So all in all, the monthly expenses in Toronto are 3,427 and in Bali, $17,135. $17 so it's about half 
to live in Bali. Again, this is obviously just very basic necessities. It does not include things like clothing, alcohol, you know, random things like electronics, like, I don't know, whatever other things that come up. So I would actually probably even buffer this by 30%. But this gives us a really good idea of like how much money you can really save by moving abroad and then also how much time you save. That is like something that's so underrated is the amount of time that you're not spent doing the things that like you shouldn't be doing, especially as like someone who's running a business. Like there's so many things in your zone of genius that require you to be there. So it's amazing when you move abroad, you can like buy back that time. So you can only focus on things that like only you can do, right? And Tim talks about this a lot in the four hour work week. <laughs> Tim, as if we're on like first name basis. <laughs> so now I really quickly just want to go through like, you know what? Okay, so great. You can save about half the amount for expenses. But now I want to talk about something that, again, I don't really talk about that much, but is, you know, saving on taxes. Again, I want to give a disclaimer here. I am not a tax accountant. I am not a tax professional. Please don't take this advice. Please don't do this at home. I'm just giving you guys, you know, information. Please take this information and do what you'd like with it. But I want to give awareness to the fact that you know, there are ways by living abroad that you can actually live save on taxes. I did not know this until last year. And I'm so pissed because I have not been living in Canada for almost three years now, but I have been paying taxes in Canada, which is, you know, what's like, I just don't really understand. To, it doesn't really make sense when I'm not living there because taxes go towards like roads and healthcare and all these things. So I'm paying like insurance to live abroad, like for my health. Like, so everything that I pay to taxes, I don't get to enjoy. So it doesn't make sense for me to pay taxes in somewhere that I don't live. It does make sense to pay taxes in somewhere that I do live, which is Bali, obviously. So this year I moved my taxes to Bali. It was obviously a process. And again, this is just what worked for me. And when I say Bali, I should say Indonesia. This is just what worked for me. I decided it was the best decision to me for me to move my business to Bali. There's many different reasons, again, kind of out of the scope of the point of this podcast, but I, you know, purchased a villa here, all these things. So it just made sense. But there's a guy called Nomad Capital on YouTube. I literally, like Max and I binged so many YouTubes and just like information as much as we could to get all the information possible on how to like strategically, you know, change my tax residency. So now I'm a tax resident of Indonesia. So I was able to move my tax bracket from 40% taxes to six. <laughs> yeah, I know you're probably just spit water out. I couldn't believe it. So again, please don't take this advice. This is like me as just someone who's doing this, not as a tax consultant. So please take this at your own, you know, leisure. So I just want to break this price down. So I looked it up and the average salary in Toronto is $37,000. So if you're making $37,000 a year, you're in a tax bracket of 25%. So that means you're paying $9,579 in taxes, which means your net pay is somewhere around $27,000. Okay, 
If you moved your tax residency to Bali, you actually get taxed 6%. So then off, and I'm just saying, if you're still making $37,000, you will only pay $2,220 in taxes, which means your ta- your take home is $34,780 a year. So then not only do you pay way less in taxes, or sorry, way less expenses, but you also pay way less in taxes, which personally taxes was one of my biggest expenses. And then if you divide that by 12, you're obviously just having more money in, you know, living abroad and it goes way further. Like as we see here, your expenses are less and your money that you make each month is higher, right? And so in Toronto, this, it's crazy because I just took the average numbers from the same website and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This person in Toronto is on average spending $3,427 a month in expenses. And then their monthly take home is $2,200. So by living in Toronto, this person is actually losing money each month, which is obviously can be extremely stressful. Again, maybe in this case, they have like two person living in the one bedroom apartment. So then, you know, they would be okay. They could split all those expenses. But again, I just, I hope this illustrates how actually epic it can be to live abroad. Because a lot of my babes that I talk to, they're like, oh, I really wish I could move to Bali, you know? And I'm like, babe, you can. And every day that you don't, you're actually potentially losing out on money. You don't. And again, I know it's not that simple for a lot of people. They have a lot of ties back in Canada. But, you know, I know a lot of people who have done this, you know, had houses in Canada and everything and and sold it. Like, it's just about making the decision, committing to it, wanting to live, you know, this life of freedom and then doing it, taking inspired action and doing the thing. So all that to be said, If you guys are wanting to learn how to make, you know, the $37,000 a year plus, plus, plus online, I would love to help you do so through Freedom Club. So Freedom Club is my eight-week business accelerator, which really dives in, you know, how to live this life of time, location, and financial freedom. So we talked about this today which is, you know, to make to make $37,000 a year, which is, you know, $2,200 a um a month. That's like literally three clients paying you $800 a month. That is very achievable and very doable. And remember, in this Toronto instance, you're getting paid a salary. So you're capped for your income dependent on if you get a promotion or not. Whereas like when you're your own entrepreneur, you can double your salary every single month. <laughs> like that's what's possible. There's no there's no ceiling to how much money you make. It's it's only up to you and like how much you're willing to put in is how much you get back. That's why I love entrepreneurship because I felt like when I worked in corporate, you know, I would work so hard, but I would never like I would never make more from that. You know, sometimes I get some praise, but now I'm in complete control of the amount of time I put in and the like the output that I get out of it, which in my case is money. So like I said, if you're wanting help and assistance, I'm like, yeah, Marley, this sounds really great. I'm in, but I have no idea where to even start when it comes to, you know, 
building this business that gives me that freedom or, hey, listen, I've started this business and I'm stuck. I don't know where to go from here. You know, I've had some success. I've had a few clients, but nothing is strategic. It's all just DIY. I'm like, you know, learning some things online and trying to paste it all together, but I'm still so lost, so confused. And I know I want this scalable, you know, strong business to grow. Because guys, remember, if you try to put on pressure on a table with only three legs, it's going to break. And that's what a lot of business owners have is a table with three legs. So what we do in Freedom Club is we create this strong foundation, the table with four legs. So as you grow and scale, it grows with you and it doesn't break. It only gets stronger. Then you get to reduce your time. So you can spend time doing things like traveling on like traveling the world or spending time with your loved ones. You know, time freedom looks different for everyone. For me, it's traveling, you know, doing things that I love, spending time with my loved ones. That's what lights me up. But again, obviously, it's just different for everyone. But what I'm so passionate about is giving you the toolkit and the steps of how to get there. Because I know what it feels like sitting at home, desiring this life and feeling so stuck and so lost and not knowing how to get there, but just knowing it was possible, but no clue where to start. So applications for Freedom Club are in the link in the captions. I would love for you to apply. Doors close on May 13th. So I'd love for you to get in there. If you have any questions about this at all, and if Freedom Club is right for you, please send me a message. I would love to hear from you. And I really hope this episode was helpful. I hope it was inspiring. I hope it makes you want to create this dream business so you can, you know, live this life and, you know, live a life of time, location, financial freedom. Okay. I love you guys so much. Let me know if you liked this episode and if this was helpful and what your biggest takeaways were. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye guys. Love you. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life hypnotherapy is the way it actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire so if you want this free money hypnosis all you have to do is leave us a review you know honest review how you're feeling about the show take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use and manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah.